Shas Illuminated presents the following shear by Rabbi Meir Turin. Mesechas Yevamis has been dedicated in honor of Rabbi Aaron Kaufman, Rosh Yeshivas Ateres Shmuel of Waterbury. The Gemara Mesechas Yevamis on Daf Kuf Aleph Amad Aleph is talking about a case in the Mishnah. The Mishnah talks about a halacha of Havchana, that a woman after her husband dies or she's divorced must wait three months to make sure that she is not embarrassed from her first husband. The Mishnah talks about a case where a woman did not wait for three months and she married to a second man. She then gives birth to a baby after seven chadashim, after seven months. And we have a suffolk over here, who is the true father? Is it a ben tesla rishon, a nine-month-old baby from the first husband? Or is it a ben zayin, a seven-month-old baby from the second husband? Now the Gemara talks about a case where this child, who it's a suffolk who his father is, is maka both of them, hits both of them, or is makal both of them? According to the Tanakhama, he holds whether this is done bazeach or zeh, he first strikes one of the individuals and then strikes the other, or whether he does it bavasachas at one time, in either way he is chayiv. He is chayiv misa for being makal and being maka aviv. Because this mandamar holds hasra safik shme hasra, even in a case where he first strikes one individual and then the other, since we know for sure he definitely hit his father, even though at the time when he was about to hit the first one, it was only a hasra suffolk, because we do not know for sure if in this action he'll be over the isra or be maka aviv, afil hachivitanakama holds hasra suffolk shma hasra. However, Rabbi Yehuda argues on the Tanakama, and he says only bevas achas chayiv. Only if the person, this child, takes a stick and he hits both individuals with one haka. In this case, it's hasra's vadai because the edim give him hasra. Do not do this action of hitting because with through this action of hitting, you are vadai going to mechuyim misa for being over the isser of maka aviv. In such a case, Rabbi Yehuda says there is a chiv. However, there's another brisa that says the Rabbi Yehuda says he is pater even in a case where he does it bevasachas. The Gemara says it's two tanoim alivid Rabbi Yehuda. What Rabbi Yehuda shita is? The Gemara explains what is Chan the Manda Amr who says that the child is pater though he did it bevasachas. So Chayra, there's a avade hasra and he's for sure hitting his father. The Gemara explains there's a special zeres hakasav. The Torah teaches us the Isser of Bimekalel, one's father and mother. And the Torah teaches us as well the Isser of Bimekalel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Just like when it comes to Chalil of Bimekalel, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Ein Bashotvis, it is not possible to Bimekalel two gods, there's only one God. So too, when it comes to the Isser of Bimekalel Aviv, we learn out that the Isser of Bimekalel is only when it's not Bashotvis, when it's only Bimekalel, one father. Not when he's been Mikal, the father, and another individual as well. And as far as Hakka is concerned, that Huadin, when it comes to the Issa of being Maka Aviv, we learn that Hakka from Klala, there is no Din Misa when there's a Hakka Bishutfis. Now the Karanaira in the Sugya wants to be Mechadish, a tremendous Chiddish, as far as the Ptur of Hakka Bishutfis. The Karanaira says that this Ptur of Hakka Bishutfis is only like the case of our sugya, that the person is mesopic, which one of these individuals is his father. And therefore, the only way possible to be vadai, be hitting his father, is only if he does an act of hakav shutfis, being maka both individuals together. That is a shame hakav shutfis, and only in such a case is the reptor. However, the Karen Iris says, if someone would Rahmanul Atzan hit his father, together with another individual, in a case where he knows Bavadai, who his father is, Zaktikar and Aira, this would not be classified as a Hakav In such a case, this individual would be Chayiv for Maka Aviv. That is not a call to Hakav because it was not necessary to be hitting both these people together in order to produce the Chayiv. Now there's another point over here in the Sugya where the Aruch Lener clears a very fascinating Chakira. This that there is a chiyav from makal avav v'imai. Is the chiyav dependent bidafka that the person must mention his father and mother's name? Or perhaps the chiyav is, even if he just says, 
I curse my father. Is that enough to create a chiv of mekalim? Now he says the Gemara Mesetas Chulun Adaf Yud Aleph learns out from the halacha of Maka Aviv the fact that the Torah says a child who hits his father is chayiv misa. From here we see the concept that we go after Raiv. Because after all, perhaps this individual is not his father. He's not certain, not definitely his father. He knows for sure who his mother is. But who's to say for sure that this is his father? Zakti Gemara must be because we go after Raiv. Raiv abal, So we can safely assume that this child who came from this mother is from this father. Now the Aruch points out why did the Gemara have to learn out from the case of Makav, where one hits his father, that over there we see the concept of Halchan Achar Raiv? Why couldn't the Gemara have said as well that we see that the din of Halchan Achar Raiv from Makalo Aviv? Because when the son says that I'm cursing my father Reuven, who said this fellow Reuven is his father? Allah Karchach must be that we assume it's his father because you go after Raiv. Zakdar al perhaps from this Gemara we could bring a Raya, that the Chiyu of Mikalal is even without the mentioning of the father's actual name. Where even the, where the son would just say, I curse my father, that alone would create a Chiyu of Mikalal Aviv. And therefore we would have no proof to the concept that we go after Raiv. Because he says, whoever is my father, I'm cursing him. The Aruch says, however, this proof is not conclusive. Because we could say that when it comes to the Chiv of Mekal Aviv, there has to be mentioned the name of the father as well when the son curses his father. And the reason why the Gemara brings down to learn out from the case of Maka Aviv is because it just happens to be that in the parsha Maka Aviv comes first. But theoretically, we could have brought the same proof from Mekal Aviv because he must mention the father's name, and how do we know for sure it's the father? It must be, you go after Rife. The Aruchaner goes further and he says, perhaps from our Sugya that talks about a case of the son cursing one individual and then the other individual, that from here we see that person is only chayiv by Mikhail Aviv if he mentions the father's name. Because if we won't say it that way, Zat Aruchaner, how is it possible to have a case of Kilo Zeb, a Chazav, a Kilo Zeb? As soon as this child says, I want to curse my father, I am cursing my father, right away it's a direct curse to whoever his father is. So it's not a case of Bazet Acherzet. This proof of Arthur deflects, and he says that really I'll tell you that of course this case of the Gemara is talking about where he mentioned the actual name of each one of these individuals. He said, Yake Hashem Esruvain. And afterwards, he said that Hashem should smite Shimon. And in a Hanami, and therefore you have a possibility, a case of cursing one and then cursing the other. But in a Hanami, perhaps the case of Vas Achas, where he curses both of them at one shot, is talking about in such a case where he doesn't mention any name of the individual. But rather he just says that Hashem should curse my father. And that is a case of Vas Achas. However, the Aruch says that from the Sugi is not mashmal like he just finished saying. Because the Sugi says that according to Rabbi Yehuda and the Brisa, in a case where he curses both of these individuals at one shot, he is still pater because it's Isei B'Shotfis. Because the Chiyuf of Bimakalo is only when it's Mikalo, the father by himself, not when it's Bimakalo together with someone else. But according to this case that I'm saying is at the Aruch that he could just say, Hashem should smite my father. So in such a case, you have a case where he's being mekal v'asachas, and it's not b'shutvis. So our sugi is mashma, that the chiv is only, when he actually mentions the father's name. And therefore he's only shayat to mechaim in such a case, when he mentions both names b'shutvis. And this Tarachanar says that perhaps we could always say, that really there is a chiv even without mentioning the father's name. And the reason why our sugi is talking about where he does, does mention the father's name is because it's talking a similar case to the case of Zeachar Zeh. The same way we've proven that the case of one after another must be where he mentioned the people's names. He just said Hashem should smite my father. So then right away Ubichal the curse directly to his father. So it must be talking about where he said... First, Hashem should curse this man, and Hashem should curse the other man. 
And therefore, in the case of Vasachas is a similar case where he said, Hashem should curse Reuven and Shimon. And since it's Bishutvis, therefore Rabbi Yehuda in the Braisa says that you're a potter. Finally, the Archanar wants to bring another proof from this is the Rambam Paskins and Hilchus Mamrim, Parakei, that a Shtuki is chayiv for cursing his mother, but not cursing his father. Shtuki is an individual who, when we ask who the father is, the mother is mashtik people who are asking the whereabouts of who this child's father is. The Rambam says that if the child goes ahead and curses his father, the child is pater because we do not know who the father is. Zagdar al if the chiv of Mikal Avid is even without actually mentioning his father's name, why would there be no chiv by the case of Shtuki? As soon as he says Hashem should curse my father, so automatically is a Mikal Aviv. From here, Zakhtar Khanaru would seem to be a conclusive proof that the Khiv of Mikal Aviv is only when he actually mentions his father's name. However, the Arachanar ends off that one could push off this raya as well. And we could say that the case is talking about where he's mentioning an individual's name. His mother told him, Ruvain, this person Ruvain is your father. But in a Chanami, and when he curses, Hitaka says, Hashem should curse Ruvain. But maybe in a Chanami, if he would be Mikal, his father Stam, perhaps in the case of Shtuki as well, there would be a Chiv, and the Alchaner ends off with the Tzarech in Ladina. We're now going to be starting by Hashem, the 12th parak of Yavamis, parak Mitzvah's Chalitza. The Me'iri explains that this parak will be primarily be dealing with five in Yanim. Number one, we're going to be talking about how many people need to be from the Bezdin that Chalitza is performed in front of them, and who is Roy to be serving on the Bezdin. Number two, we're talking about the shoe of Chalitza, and also about which one of the feet does the shoe of Chalitza have to be worn, and as well we're we'll talking about the halach of Chalitza that's done at night time. Number three, we're going to be talking about the different halachas of the Kriya, the reading of the Psukim, and the Rikika, the spitting, the Hamachas that apply to the spitting that is done by the Yavama when she spits at the Yavam for refusing to perform Yibam. Number four, we're going to be talking about the Halacha of Acheresh, Shaita Bekatan, and Acheresh, someone who cannot hear, how is the Halacha of their Chalitza. Number five, finally, we're going to be talking about the Seder of the entire process of Chalitza, how it is done, and then Meiri ends off Agav, will come in other different halachas, like is the derech that we find in Shas. The Mishnah opens up, Mitzvah's chalitza b'shleisha dayanim. The Mitzvah chalitza is to be done in front of three dayanim. The Achreinim have a very fascinating hakira. Is there a Mitzvah called chalitza or not? The Chasim Seifer talks about an achuva, an afkamina, a very old woman, could be very practically nageya, a lady who Namach, her husband, died and never had any children. And she's an old woman. Does she have a mitzvah upon herself? She's not planning on getting remarried. Does she still have a mitzvah of chalitza? Do we say that there's an independent mitzvah called chalitza? Irrelevant whether the fact she wants to get married or not. Or perhaps no. Perhaps chalitza is only a matir, similar to a get which enables a woman to be freed from her husband and to marry any man she wants. So to Chalitza is a matter to the Yavama, who until now is locked in with chains, so to speak, to the Yavam through the concept of Zika. The Chalitza comes along and is a matter similar to a get. But where anyways the woman does not want to get married, perhaps there is no halacha to be kai for her to be Chalitz. The Meraimei Sada the Nitziv, and the Berichus of Ram over here as well, in Masechtis Yavamis, writes that when he was young, he heard the shame of Chaim Brisker. They both are Medayik from the Lashon of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah opens up the parak Mitzvah's Chalitza. The Mitzvah of Chalitza is supposed to be performed in front of three Dayanim. Zagta Merami Sada and Reb Chaim, from here we see that there's an actual Mitzvah of Chalitza, and not just a Matar Ba'alma. The Nitziv brings another Raya to this concept from the Gemara in Mesechus Sanhedrin and Aflam and Aleph on the Beis. The Gemara over there teaches us The Yavama must go to where the Yavam is in order to get her Hetar of Chalitza. 
Because it says in the Pasik, Zikne Irai, the elders of his city, which teaches us that she must go to him. Zakhtun Itziv, if we were to say that Chalitza, the main Yisrael Chalitza is just a Matar Ba'alma, it's just a way of taking off the Zika, if so, it's Pashit that the woman is Mukhliv to go to the man in order to get her Hatar. Mandikavli Ki'iva Ezla Be'asya, like he borrows a terminology used in the Gemara Babakama, the person who has a pain goes to the doctor to be healed. The purpose of this chalitza is only in order to allow her to get married. Of course, she must be the one who has to go to him. Why do we need a special pasuk to teach us that the Yavama must go to the Yavam from Zikne Irai? Vada is up to From here we see that the chalitza as well as a mitzvah asay, which is mutl on the Yavam, and therefore would have had a Havamina, it's a Chiyav upon him to be right the Fachrel, to go after the Yavama, to travel to her, in order to him to be able to make his mitzvah, Kamash Mulan, that even though it's Taka mitzvah, still the Torah is Mutl on her, Atzer Sakasav, a special Atzer Sakasav, because it says Zikne Irai. Another Raya the Brichas of Ram brings, that there's a mitzvah of Chalitza, from the words of the Seder Chalitz in Shulchan Aruch in Simen Kuf Samach Tes Sifnun Zayin. He writes, Matasi Kasu B'Seder Ashkenazi. Kishayamdu, when they stand up, Yoyim HaRav, the Rav says, Baruch Atah Hashem, Alikeinu Melech HaElam, Asher Kedishonu B'Mitzvaisav, V'Tzivanu B'Mitzvais V'Chukim Shal Avram Avinu. There's a bracha that is made, Asher Kedishonu B'Mitzvaisav, before the Chalitz is performed. And the reason being, why do we make the special bracha, the mitzvahs v'chukim shal Avram Avinu? What does this have to do with Avram Avinu? Because the Gemara in Parakisi Adam in Mesef Neschulun teaches us that in the schar that Avram Avinu told the kings, Adzreich now, I refuse even to take a shulace from the bounty, from the battle, in order that people should not say I became rich through people, not through the blessing of Hashem. And that merit, Avram Avinu was Zaycha, that his children got the mitzvah of Chalitza, the Minol Shechalitza. Zakta Berchus Avram, Lucharetz Pashit, if there's an actual bracha of Hashem Mitzvah Vitzivanu, we see that there's a mitzvah b'fnei of Chalitza. Another raya the Berchus Avram brings from the words of the Meiri on Daf Kuf Beis Amad Aleph. The Meiri writes on this that it says that the Chalitza is matter mishenishmat hasandel ehaminol miroyv ekavai. As soon as the shoe or sandal is taken off most of the hill of the Yavam, Hutra Yavam the Yavama now is mutter to get married to whichever man she wants. Ella, but the Meiri writes, however, mitzvah min amuvcher, shetishleif eskulay betashlechel arts. Even so, there's a mitzvah min amuvcher that she should remove the entire shoe and throw it down on the ground. Zaktabir chasavram, if chalitza would be merely a matter, it doesn't make sense to say that it's a mitzvah min amuvcher to remove the shoe entirely. If it's matter already with removing of raiv ekev, then it's no inya mitzvah min amuvcher to continue. From here is a raya that it must be that chalitza is a mitzvah and therefore it is shaykh by the inyan of mitzvah min amuvcher. Like Taisin Musaklis Nida teaches us that things which are only a matter, which are only there in order to provide a hetter, there is no inyan of chatchila and bidiyavid and mitzvah min amuvcher. From all these raya's it would seem very clear that there is a special mitzvah of chalitza. And therefore, as far as the Chesim Seifer's question, is this woman obligated to go ahead and have chalitza done to her, even if she has no plans on getting married? From here, it would seem so far that there is a chiv for her to go ahead and do it. However, Le'idach Gisa, we find other rayas that chalitza is merely a matter, similar to a get. Number one, there's a Gemara Mesechta Sanhedrin on Daf Yirches, where the Mishnah says, Melech ein chaltzim le'ishtay. When a king dies without any children, so there is no chalitza done to the Eishas HaMelech, the wife of the deceased husband, the king. Rashi later on in Sanhedrin, and Daf Yutes and the Beis, the Ramaskal, the Lechaltzim le'ishtay explains, because since anyways, she's asked for her to get married, because we know the din is, Eishas Melech is asur le'hinaseh, and therefore, there's no purpose for Chalitza to be done. In the Sefer, our Gadol Amishnais, he's Medayi from Rashi, that from Rashi we see a Yisait Gadol, a tremendous Yisait, 
that chalitza is not a mitzvah, but rather chalitza is merely a mater similar to a get. If not, if that would not be the case, zakta ar gadol, who cares that Aishas Malach is asturul hinasei? But still, let us force the Yavam to do chalitza to her because of the special mitzvah of chalitza. It is Mugha from this Rashi, Zakta Argadol, that Rashi holds that the Indian Chalitza is merely a matter, like a get, and since the Manashach, this woman is Asur Lehinase, Ain Tan Lachatzla, there is no reason to give her Chalitza. The Amos is that the Rambam himself writes a different reason why there is no Chalitza by Eshe Samelach. The Rambam writes, the Kaiman Sha'asli Yabing, that since it is Asur anyways to do Yibam to the wife of the king, because Eshe Samelach is Asura, Therefore, we know there's a klal called she'ena ayu li'ibum, e'na ayu chalitza. Wherever there is no parasha of yibum, there is no parasha of chalitza as well. Perhaps the pshan the Rambam is, that the Rambam held that chalitza is a mitzvah. If so, the Rambam cannot learn like Rashi's reason, that asura lihinase. The Rambam would hold mabakach, there still is a mitzvah of chalitza. And therefore, the Rambam needed to learn that it, the reason why there's no chalitza of Eishas Smelik is because of the old klal of kol she'ena ayol yibum, e'na ayol chalitza. But akhapanim, according to the Argadol from Rashi, akhapanim, it's muchach, that chalitza is not a mitzvah, but it's merely a matter. The Berchaz Avram himself, as well, in that piece, brings a riot to this tzad as well, that we see that it see, would seem that chalitza is not a mitzvah, but merely a matter. From this that it says, further in the Seyed Chalitza, B'Shem the Bahag, Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu L'Moshe, Emar LaYavam, Shaliratza LaYabim, Tell the Yavim who refuses to do Yibam, Hayra Guvach, Me'antalakayim HaMitzvah, Since you did bad to yourself by refusing to perform the Mitzvah, L'Fikach Tachleitz Min Alcha Ka'aval K'Menuda. Therefore take off the shoe, like an Aval, your shoe should be taken off, like an Aval, like a Menuda, the fact that you lost out on performing a Mitzvah. Zakta Berchas Avram, if Chalitza is a mitzvah as well, so then he's performing still the mitzvah Chalitza. From here, the Berchas Avram says, Mashma, that there is no mitzvah of Chalitza, but rather it's merely a matter. If so, we have stiras in this Indian, is Chalitza a mitzvah, like the rayas that we brought in the beginning, or do we, should we say that Chalitza is merely a matter, like a get? The emiss is that Rabbi Hanan in Kaivich Urim is also bothered by these different steers that we seem to find about the Indian Chalitza, is it a mitzvah or merely a matter? In Mesatis Ksuvis, in Ais Reish Yudalit in Kaivich Urim, his medactic from the words of Titus over there, Mesatis Ksuvis, the Mishneam writes in Shalele Yavim Ain Kaifin. If both the Yavim and Yavama agree, they're not interested in doing Na'ibam, nor chalitza, ain kaifin, we do not force them. Ask the kaifin shi'urim, why, why should we not at least force them to do chalitza because of the mitzvah of chalitza? From here it would seem, zakter v'chanan, that it's mucha from here, there is no mitzvah of chalitza. And chalitza is merely a matter, k'may get. But then Rabbi Hanan says, from what that which Taita says in Mesech Nida, that where something is merely a matter, there, it doesn't make sense to say there's an Indian of Uchatzchilu to do it in one way. If it's a matter, it's a matter. But Rabbi Hanan says, from this Uchatzchilu is a din, that you need Kriya Bachalitza, you have to read the Psukim, from there it would seem that it is a mitzvah. And it's not just a hetter like Tfilah. Rabbi Hanan himself in this piece ends with a Tzarek Ian that had to resolve these contradictory things. Is Chalitza merely a matter or is it a mitzvah as well? There are two basic mahalchim, how to answer up the steeris, whether and how to understand properly what chalitza is. The first mahalch is, one can say, based on what Rebbechanan says in Kaivet Shi'urim, further in Ksuvis, in Ice Reish Mem Zayin, and Ice Reish Mem Ches, where he's talking about this that it says in Shal Shuvah's Chacham Tzvi, the Chacham Tzvi wants to know, when one needs to be mechavan by chalitza, is it a kavano l'shem mitzvah? And I'm performing a mitzvah, like the man, the Amr mitzvah, trichas kabana, the Gemara Masechus Rosh Hashanah, the Afchaches, talks about arichas, the Sugya mitzvah, trichas kabana, by chalitza as well, do you need a kabana when the Gemara talks about them needing a kabana? Is it a kabana to perform the mitzvah? Or perhaps all you need is kabana's kinyan. The sheet of the Michas Chinuch is a mitzvah tafkuf tzadites, that by MS1 needs both. You need a kabana's kinyan and you need a kabana's mitzvah. However, the Kaibit Shurim says 
then even if we'll say that you need a kavanas mitzvah, however, that would not be a reason to pasul a chalitza if someone did not do it l'shem mitzvah. Zakhtar b'chanam, because it's not to be understood that the heter of chalitza comes about because of the kiyam mitzvah. But rather the exact opposite is true. Once you have the chalais heter, once someone performed chalitza and it created the heter of the isha l'shuk, through that, he's Mekayim a mitzvah. And therefore, if the Chalitza Mitzvah Atzim was Mater, Memela, it's Neskayim HaMitzvah. According to this Yisait of Rabbi Hanan, we can answer the stiras that we talked about in the beginning of this piece. The Lashon of the Mishnah, in the beginning of our parak Mitzvah Chalitza, with the Nitziv and Rabbi Chaim Brisco or Medayik, that we see that there's a Mitzvah of Chalitza, one can say yes, but Emes, there is a Mitzvah of Chalitza, but this mitzvah chalitza comes about memela mikayach the heter that it's being mate her l'shuk. The raya as well from this that we need a pasuk to say that the woman has to come to the man if it would just be merely a mater. When the tziv says it's pasha that she has to go to the man. True, yes, there is a kiyam mitzvah, but the kiyam mitzvah comes about memela from the mater that is done. This would answer as well why there's a birchas hamitzvah. This would jive well as well with the other raya, Rashi and Sanhedrin, who says that Eishas Melech, there is no din to do with her chalitza, since anyway she's a surly nasei. The Achreinim understand this to mean that even if we say that there is a mitzvah chalitza, but the whole mitzvah only comes about from the fact that you're being mater l'shok. And since over here, saif saif, even after the chalitza, she still remains asa l'shok, if so, there is no mitzvah as well. And the Rai of the Berchus Avram that he says that we tell the Yavan Mi'antal Kaya mitzvah, we can say even if chalitza is a mitzvah, however, the Gemara earlier in Yavamis teaches us chalitza mamakim yibam lav klumu, if either the Iker mitzvah is yibam and not chalitza, and therefore it still makes sense to tell him that you refuse to do the Iker mitzvah. With this, you say to Rebbe Chanan that even if there's a mitzvah of chalitza, but the mitzvah chalitza comes about memela mikayach the heter. This will answer a sugya hatamua mesaftas kedushin and afyud dalud amid aleph. The gemara mesaftas kedushin wants to learn out based on a kavuchaymer that a regular ishes ish should be able to become mutter from her husband through doing a chalitza based on a kavuchaymer, which is tamua. The gemara is very hard to understand if chalitza is really a mitzvah. And the hatter just comes about through the performance of the mitzvah. If so, this mitzvah was said to a yavam and a yavama. What does the hava mean to say that every ashes ish should be able to be go free from her husband through chalitza? However, according to the Yisait of Rabbi Hanan, it's Meyoshev Kamin Chaymer, it fits in beautifully. The Yisait of the mitzvah comes about mikayach the hatter. Since you bring mata the ishul ishok through chalitza, which is a mata similar to a get, mikayach that, you get a kiyam mitzvah. And therefore the Gemara and Kedushin very understandably asked, based on a Kavachaymer, that Eishin Sish as well should be able to have this Matir of Chalitza. Rav Shachzatzal, in his Sefer Avi Ezri, in the beginning of Hilchus Yibam Chalitza, brings as well a Raya from this Sugin Kedushin. From the, from the Sugin Kedushin we see clearly Chalitza is a Matir, and it is not Stam a Mitzvah. From the fact that the Gemara wants to say that a regular Eishin Sish should be able to become free through doing chalitza. And with Fianal from Rabbi Hanum, we could say that Mikamakaim, when the matter is done, there is a kiyam mitzvah as well. Now this is a very good mahalach, how to answer the stiris and explain according to Rashi. However, the Me'iri still needs another explanation to understand the Shittas HaMe'iri. Because if we're going to say that the mitzvah just comes about Mikayach the Heter, the Me'iri is still hard to understand. The Me'iri says that there's a din to take off the entire shoe, the Yavama should remove the entire shoe for a mitzvah min amuvchar. But if we're saying that the whole mitzvah just comes about mikayach the heter, once the heter is chal, automatically there is a key of mitzvah, if so, there should be no svar to say that removing the shoe more is more of a key of mitzvah. The whole key of mitzvah, just as naivea, comes about from the fact that there was a heter. If saif saif, she became mutter, ayyadeh taking off raiv ha'ekev, for that should be a mitzvah as well. Also, this mahalach will not answer Taisus and Ksuvis, 
where Rabbi Hanan is Medayik and Taisvis, Dem Shneam and Reitzim, if both the Yavim and Yavama refuse, do not want to do Yibam or Chalitza, they do not have to. Ask Rabbi Hanan if there is a mitzvah of Chalitza, we should still force them to do Chalitza. So this Mahalach will not answer that as well. Because even if we want to say that the mitzvah comes around, Mikhaif the Matir, over there, Saifkal Saif, the the Chalitza, it will create the now she is Mutter Luhinase. And therefore, there should be a Kiyomitzah. Why would we not force them to do that? In order to answer the Mahalach of the Me'iri and Taisvis, one can say a little bit with a little different Nusach. Alpiyah Yisayid, which says in Shaz Yeshuvah's Chachim Tzvi, Simen Aleph Eis Dalet. The Chachim Tzvi was talking about a case, a woman who was married to Shimon, and Shimon died. Afterwards, she got married to Reuven, and Reuven died without any children. She was saying that she has a status like a katlanis, a woman who kills her husbands, and if so, she says she doesn't want to do them to any of them. The Chachansi writes, if so, huadin, we're not going to force the Yavim to do chalitza. Zakta Chachansi, there is no halacha over here of kaif and ala mitzvahs, similar to what you find in the Gemara Masechnas Ksubis, on the pevavam and aleph, where a person, where Bezin tells him, I say sukkaveina isa, makin isa, ashetetze nafshay, we force him, we hit him, to perform a mitzvah. The only time we say halach of kaifin is when it's a mitzvah which is not dependent on any outside factors, and it's a mitzvah which is incumbent upon a person that he can't get out of. However, any mitzvah say, like for example, chalitza, that if she wants to remain a yiguna forever, and he is not makbid as well, so anan ichbaslan, so it doesn't bother us as well. Therefore, there is no halacha of kaifman on such a mitzvah. He compares it to a gemara himself with Subas and Afmem and Amr Aleph, where it says that when it comes to a aynas, someone who forced a woman to have relations with him, where there's a mitzvah of a leisiel isha, so the din is that there's no din of kfiya because the Amr leibaina leisalase klau. If she says, I'm not interested in getting married to him, there's no assay. So over there, Zaktachach and we see a concept that though something is a mitzvah, but akopanim, since it's not a mitzvah, which is yeshali patamimena, therefore there is no halacha of kaifin. The Chach and is very medrig that he does hold there's a mitzvah, but it's just not the same type of mitzvah as assay sukkah. According to this is Meyoshev, the question of the Kaivishumar on Tyson Stuvis. The reason why there is no kaifin by the mitzvah of chalitza is because chalitza is a different type of mitzvah saseh. According to this as well, we can answer up the pshat and the me'iri. Since we're saying that there is a mitzvah of chalitza, and therefore according to the me'iri, there's an inyan of mitzvah and amuvchar when chalitza is being done to remove the shul entirely. Perhaps like the chacham tzvi, there are two things going on in a chalitza. There is the matter of the chalitza, and there is the mitzvah involved as well in a chalitza. Now, it's more mistaken to say it that way in the Chacham Tzvi and the Me'iri in order to resolve the Sugi and Kedushin and Afyadala, where the Gemara wants to say that a regular Eishas Ish should be able to be Yaitzah v'chalitza. If we say that the matter comes about Mikayat the mitzvah, it will be very hard to understand the Sugi and Kedushin by a regular Eishas Ish who does not have the mitzvah, doesn't have the matter. But if we say that the two independent things, there is the mitzvah as well as the matter, the sigin kedushin is miyoshiv. However, we'll end off with the hemek she'ela. The hemek she'ela, when it's siv and she'ilta kufnan dalit, is my chiach in the shita of the she'eltas, the rabachai gain, that he holds that chalitza b'ikr does not come to pater and be matter the yavam l'shuk. But rather the ikr, yisada chalitza, is a mitzvah. And just Memela, once the mitzvah is performed, Memela, she's Nifteres, she becomes Mutter. And his raya is from the fact that the Sha'altis has a Safik, is a Chalitza that is forced, is it considered a valid Chalitza or not? Zakdin it said, if we say that the Iker Tachas of Chalitza is the Iker, a Mice of Hakna, it's Pashit that it doesn't work, similar to Kedushin and Gerushin, that does not work by Kfiya. Al Karchav Zakhtar Nitziv from the Sheltis, we see that the Iker Mitzvah of Chalitza is a mitzvah, and therefore, it's there, even if it's forced, at the end of the day, the mitzvah is performed, and once you have the mitzvah, once the mitzvah is performed, automatically that itself is Poyo the Hetter. 
if that's the case, it is still shver from the Sigin Kedushin, where the Sigin Kedushin wants to say that a regular Eish as well should have Chalitza as a Mater, it doesn't make sense to say it by regular Eish but by regular Eish she does not have the Mitzvah of Chalitza, and therefore she does not have the Heter as well. So this is a Tzorach in on the sheet of Rabbi Chaygoyim. Now the Mishnah had said the Mitzvah of Chalitza is with three Dayanim, and even if all three Dayanim are Hadyaitis. The Gemara on that asks, if the Mitzvah of Chalitza is kosher, even with people who are just Hadyaitis, common folk, if so, why does the Mishnah say they have to be Dayanim? On this the Gemara explains that though it's kosher with Shleisha Hadyaitis, but they have to be Yoidim Lahakreis Kein Dayanim. Rashi explains that since there are different Psukim, that must be read in Lashon HaKadosh by the Yavam and the Yavama. They must be able to teach them how to read these Psukim. And therefore the Bezdin is only Kasher if they at least have the ability of Yaidun Lahakreis Ke'en Dayanim. Now there's a big Machaikis Rishayinim exactly how to understand this Gemara. The Torah in Evan Ezer, Simon Kuf Samachtes writes that the Mitzvah of Chalitza is with three Hedyaitis. As long as they know how to be Makri, the Psukim, it's kosher. The Beis Yosef over there points out that Taisus in the Sugya is mashma, that even if they are total hadyaitis, the Hainu, they do not know any other halachas that pertain to chalitza, as long as all they know is at least how to be makra the parsha, with that it suffices. Because Taisus says that this that we need, Yaymul Hakris Kain Dayanim, is only necessary by the Kriya of the Psukim. But by other halachas, they don't need to be bikin in them, because even if they'd have a question, they could ask someone who's baki. However, when it comes to kriya, if they do not know how to be makri the parsha, they won't be able to ask bikin if it was done properly or not. The Taisa Rush explains Taisa's to mean that if they do not know how to properly read it, they won't remember exactly how to ask the question, how to tell the bikin what was done. However, the Nemuka Yosef writes clearly that the Mefarshim explain that this, that it's called them Hedyaitis, just means to say that we do not need a Bezdin of Smuchim. We do not need a Bezdin of Smicha Ishmi Piyish back to Meisher Rabbeinu. But of course, Zakhtin Muki Yosef, Vishayim the Mefarshim, of course they need to be Dayanim, who know the different Halafas of Chalitza. The Gemara says that it's Yeryoidun Lahakris Kain Dayanim, they're just giving an example meaning to say that they have to be bikin at least in all the halachas of chalitza. However, the Beis Yosef points out that the Torah is mashma, that he goes with the shita of Taisvis, that as long as they know how to read the psukim of Lashon HaKadosh, with that alone is good enough. Now the Beis Yosef in Simen Kuf Samach Tes, in Seder Chalitza writes, that the minul chatchil is that the chacham of the city, with two chashuvim of the city, are the dayanim, with whom the Chalitza procedure is performed in front of them. And even though the Eved, even if it's done b'fnei Ama'aretz, she'ein yoyidun l'hakreis, as long as the Yavam and Yavama know how to read the parasha, it is kasher. And so writes the Rambam in the Torah. But al-kapanum l'chatzchil l'minig is that it's done in front of the Chacham Shev'er with the Chashuvei Ha'er. Let's move on now to a new Indian. The Gemara brings down a machlekes between the Chacham and Rabbi Yehuda, how many Dayanim are needed for the Bezin of Chalitza? According to the Racham, three Dayanim is enough, and according to Rabbi Yehuda, we need five Dayanim. The Gemara says, according to the Rabbanu Darshan from Zekainim, Zekainim is mashma two Dayanim, and since we know there's a klal of Ein Bezin, Shakli cannot have an even Bezin, and therefore we add a third Dayan. According to Rabbi Yehuda, however, Zikne itself is mashma already two, and the extra Mem of Zekainim is mashma four, and Ein Bezin Shakel brings the number up to five. Now, there's a fascinating Taisus over here in Ein Bezin Shakel. First, Taisus says that it's understandable to apply the claw of Ein Bezin Shakel in our case of Dayanum of Chalitza, because we do find many different questions and machlekesim when it comes to Chalitza, and therefore we need a Bezin to be able to machria. However, Taisus says when it comes to Smicha Sekenim, this, that smicha is given over from Ishmi P. Ish, that the Gemara in Sanhedrin and Afi Gimel Amabez says over there as well, that we need three because Aimez and Shakel, Taisus says over there, I don't understand why we need three out Aimez and Shakel. Taisus in his first Tarot's answers, 
that by smichas akedim as well, there is a machlekes, whether they have to lean on the person, bechal kaicham, and therefore it makes sense as well that we need a bezdin that's uneven in order to machria a question. Tysus then goes ahead in his second tarot and he says that even if it's not practically nagea, a specific question, but any place with a din that you need bezdin, the halacha is you have this claw of aim bezdin shakul, and you need at least an odd number. Now, it would seem that there's a Yisaitistik Machlekes here between the two Mahalchem and Taisvis, how to understand the Yisait of Ein Bezdin Shakal. Is the Yisait of Ein Bezdin Shakal that really a Shem Bezdin is even without three Dayanim? But since there's Alacha that they have to have the ability to Machriya question, therefore, where there are Bezdin on something that their question could come up, there's a Din Ein Bezdin Shakal, we need to have three. That's Bukhair with the first Tarets of Taisvis holds. And that's why Tysus has to come up with each case why there could be a specific question, why I would need an odd number to be able to machriya the question. However, according to the second Mahalach of Tysus, where Tysus says that this is a general rule, even if in this scenario there are no specific questions that could come up. There's a claw of Aimbez and Shakal. Tysus seems to be understanding the site of Aimbez and Shakal goes into the Atom Shame Bezdin. When is something called a Bezdin? Bezdin only has a shame Bezdin if they have the ability that theoretically they could be Machriya a question. That is the Tzura of Bezdin. The Tzura of Bezdin is three. And therefore, even in a case where it's not Negea any question coming up, but the shame Bezdin, the Tzura of Bezdin is three Dayana. This seems to be the way the Berchus Avram understands the Machlekes between the two Terutzim of Taisis as well. That it's a Yisaitistic question in the din of Ein Bezdin Shakal. Is it because without three, it just uh, practically speaking, it does have a shame Bezdin without three, but practically speaking, if a question could come up, we need that they should have the ability to machria that question, and therefore it has to be an odd number. Or perhaps even if it's not practically in a gay, a question that could come up, but still the tzur of Bezdin is dafka with an odd number. However, Reb Chaim Shmulevitz in his Sefer Shari Chaim on Masechtas Gitin in Simon Yud Bey's Aisir Aleph explains the Machlaikis of the two Terutzim of Taisvis B'Darach Acheres. Over there Reb Chaim Shmulevitz clears a Shaila. This that we find by certain things that you need an action to be performed in front of Bezin. For example, a case in point, Chalitza or Geiris, the Gemara Suvis teaches us that Geiris has to be in front of three Dayanim Gerishin, according to certain opinions, has to be in front of a Bezdin. And without being done in front of a Bezdin, these Maisim do not have validity. How are we to understand it? Is it Stamadin that the action must be performed in front of Bezdin? Similar to what we find by Kedushin, for a marriage to have validity, for Kedushin to have validity, it has to be in front of Edith Lekume, witnesses who just see it happening. And so too, this action just has to be performed in front of a Bezdin. Or perhaps the Gedar Advarim is that these actions need to be a Maisa based Alpibezdin, which means that the Maisa itself has to have on it that Bezdin's stamping their seal of approval that this Maisa was, yes, a Kasher, a Maisa. Bezdin, through it being done in front of Bezdin's Kiel, Bezdin is going ahead and giving their sock that, yes, this is what actually was done properly, and that's what creates the action to have validity. Rav Chaim Shalevit says that it's Mukhach like the second Mahalach from both Terutzim of Taisvis. This is that Taisvis says in his first Mahalach that since questions could come up by Chalitza, therefore it's applicable to Klal of Ein Bezdin Shakal. We have to have a Bezdin with an An number that has the ability to Machria. From here we see that the purpose of Bezdin of Chalitza is not just that an action is being performed in front of them. Because if so, what would I care that a question could come up? So you'll ask a different Bezdin if you have a question. It must be that no, the Tairas Bezdin that we need for Chalitza is that they're paskining on this Misa, that this Misa was a Kasher Misa. That is Gufa, why do I need a Bezdin? And therefore it has to be, they have the ability to Machria questions that arise. And he says, even according to the second Mahalf of Taisus, where, where Taisus is mechadish to us, that the din of Ein Bezdin Shakul applies, even if there are no practical questions that could come up. But if Rechaim Shlevitz holds that this would only make sense if the Bezdin that is necessary 
is a Bezdin, which is look, viewed like it's paskining on the Maisa Chalitza and giving a Psach that it's a Kashara Chalitza. Rechayim Shalevitz holds, if it's just a Din that has to be done in front of Bezdin, Avada, there would be no Din of Ein Bezdin Shakal with this, and Avada, even two members would be okay. From here we see Rechayim Shalevitz understands that Avada, the shame Bezdin, is possible even with two, even according to the second tire to Tysis. But Tysus just holds we could apply Ein Bezdin Shakal because he holds that their Psach is considered like Bezdin is Paskining, that this is a valid Chalitza. Rechaim Shmulevich brings a right to his Yesayin from the Rajba and the Sechus Megillah on Dafchav Gimel Mabez Divriyam Maskel de Kasav, where the Rajba writes that this that we need by Pidyan Karka of Hektish, ten Dayanim, with one of them being a Kayin. Even though Lechayr, this is an even number, and there should be an issue of Ein Bezdin Shakal. Zakta Rajbra, there is no Chesarn, because Ein Bezdin Shakal is not Nagay over here, because it is not a Gemar Din Chashuv. Rechaim Shlevitz explains this to mean, over there, it's not considered the Psak of Bezdin, rather it's just Bezdin evaluating what is the value of this piece of Karak of Hektish that this person wants to redeem. And therefore, it doesn't have a din of a gemar din of bezdin, and therefore, there is no issue of ein bezdin shakal. Chaim Shlevit says, Heinein Advarim, what he's explaining to us, that the din of ein bezdin shakal is only when they're giving a psak on a maisa, and therefore, we see from Tysus, in fact, that he applies it to chalitza. You see that Tysus understands that bezdin necessary by chalitza is not just that action is being performed in front of bezdin. But through the action being done in front of Bezdin, it's viewed as if Bezdin is giving a hachshar and paskining on this action that is a valid action. Rechaim Shlevitz goes further and he brings a raya from a chubas Eger in Simon Kufchaf Hay, where Rikiveger writes that the young need to sit when the chalitza is being performed. Based on the Gemara and Shvuas that says Dayanim, when they give a psak, have to be sitting. He says, oh, here as well, you see that he's reviewing the Dayanim by chalitza like issuing a psak din. Let's move on now to a new Indian. The Gemara teaches us that according to the Tanakama, the Tanakama uses the extra zikne to be marba three head yaitis. Rabbi Yehud, however, who darshans already zikne to tell you you need another two dayanim by chalitza. So according to Rabbi Yehud, how do we know that the yanim who are head yaitis are kosher? The Gemara says he learns it out from Le'ene, because Mar said Le'ene comes to be memayit sumin that blind people are puzzled to be Dayanim by Chalitza. And from the fact that we need a special Pasuk to teach me that a blind person cannot be a Dayan by Chalitza, if, I would, if the din would be that you need Smuchim, then of course a blind person would not be able to be a Dayan by Chalitza. Because that we already would know from Rabbi Yosef's din. Rabbi Yosef taught us that the same way the Bezdin needs to be Menukim B'Tzedek, upstanding people, so too they have to be clean for any mum. Like we learn out from a pasuk which is referring to the Sanhedrin, Kulach, Yafer, Ayasi, Umumainbach. If so, it's Pashit that Sumim will be possible for Chalitza. From the very fact that I need a special miyut to tell me that Sumim are possible from Chalitza, you see obviously that a Balimumin are kosher, and it must be because there's no din smuchim when it comes to Dayane Chalitza, and rather it's enough to have just Hedyaitis. So it clearly comes out from our sugya that Balimumen are kosher to be a Dayan for Halitza. There's a very fascinating question that was sent to Eger. Rebbe Eger over here, Mesechus Yavamis, in the blue Rebbe Eger's quotes from Shalos Yishubas, Rebbe Eger, Tinyana, Simen Samach Dawud. The question was with a Dayan who had a very hard time hearing, and the only way he's able to hear from someone who's standing four amas away from him is only when the person screams very loud on top of his lungs, and the dying as well has to hold into his ear a funnel to help him hear the person talking. This dying's question to Rebbe Kivega was, am I allowed to be a dying for Chalitza? Rebbe Kivega first writes that Al-Khairat is Pashit, that he's able to be a dying for Chalitza, because there's no Sobal Mum when it comes to Dayan Chalitza. However, Rikvega then writes, he found that in Shal Shushuvah's Mara Mintz, Simen Chavtas, he as well went like Rikvega thought to begin with. But then the Mara Mintz says that perhaps Chalitza is more Chamer than a regular Dine Mamanis, and therefore we should be Machmer, not to be Machshar, a Balmum, as one of the Dayanim. On this answer, Rikvega, Lechayrit Keneged, the Sugim of 
In Yavamas and Afkuf Aleph Amun Aleph that we just that we just learned, where the Gemara says from the fact that we need a special niyat by Chalitza to Mimayit Sumim of Leene, obviously a Stam Balmum is Kasher. L'Chayr, this is a Tmiyat Sumah on the Maram Mint. Kvega says perhaps Mitaych the Kasha we can answer for the Maram Mint a little bit of a Daichik, but we could say that when the Gemara says afterwards the Idach. According to the Rabbanan, that they use Le'ene for a different halacha to tell you that the Yanim have to be able to see the spit that goes out of the Yavama's mouth. Like it says, Le'ene has a Kanim. And the Gemara says that even Rabbi Yehuda really is masking to this, that Le'ene is really necessary to be used for that. Not to Mamayit Sumim. But rather, Le'ene is necessary to tell you that there's halacha even of people who could see. But they have to be able to see the actual spit that comes out of the Yavama's mouth. So if so, at this point in the Gemara, perhaps Enechanami, the Gemara is chayzer now, and the Gemara says that Enechanami, the Gemara would hold someone who's blind is stam puzzle because they're a balmum. They're not any better than any balmum. And Le'ene is just telling me a different halacha, that even if someone is able to see, but there's a halacha that the Bezin has to actually see the spit itself. Kivega says, but this is only a chumra ba'alma to learn this way. And if so, we could say that a cheresh, someone who just can't hear, but he's able to talk, where really such a person is even a suffix bechlal, if they have a status of a balmum, because this that it says in the Mishnah Bechairish, Perek Zayim Mishnah Vav, HaCheresh, someone who's a cheresh considered a balmum, we can say it's only talking about a cheresh who cannot talk and cannot hear, like the Stam Cheresh and Shas. And he says the Knight of Yehuda himself really has this same Shailah, in Chelek Aleph, Ebenezer, Simon, and Gimel. If so, when it comes to Chalitza, he says, Yesh Lahakal. And he says, most definitely, even this, that there would be a question, would only be by someone who cannot hear at all. But however, in our case, Dr. Bikivegra, to this dying, we were able to hear. If people are screaming on top of their lungs, you're able to hear. But Vandai, you do not have a status of Balmum, and without any question, it's mutter for you to be a dying Chalitza, without any question, Bechlal. The Gemara continues, and the Gemara asks a question, Elamayata, Vikaru Shnaim, Vidibru Shnaim, the Lushan Vikaru is Mashma Lushan Rabim, and Dibru is Mashma also Lushan Rabim. So this should include another four Dayanim. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, the count should go up to nine Dayanim. According to the Rabbanim, who start off with three, the count should go up to seven. On this, the Gemara answers, We need these drashas for something else. The Dibru Elav teaches us that they give him a Eitzah HaVeganes. And if he is a Yalad and she is much older, or she's much older and he's younger, they tell him, go marry someone your age and do not bring fights into your house. Akopanim, the Gemara darshans from the Karulai, the Leishluchim, that there's a halacha, that the Bezin themselves need to call the Yavim, they cannot do it through a messenger. Tysus asks a very powerful question. Lefize, the Gemara in Kedushan learns out on Dachmim Aleph from different Sukkim, that Shluchai Shalom Kamaisai, Lechaira Adarabah, let's learn that from our Sugya, from the fact that the Karulai Veloi Shluchim, that we see Shluchai Shaladam is not Kamaisai. On this, Tysus answers that there are many Ksuvim Habam Ke'echad that, that say this Yisaid of the Karulai Veloi Shluchim. For example, by Egla Rufa as well, there's a Din Veyatsu Hain Veloi Shluchim. Bezin themselves need to go out to make the measurements, not Shluchim. And the Menachas, the Gemara Darshan, the Samach, the person himself needs to do smich on his carbon and not his shliach, and by nadarim, we're memayed a shliach as well. So therefore, it's kamak subbabom ke'echad that say that ain't shluchish adan kamaisai, and therefore it's limited only in those places, and we cannot learn out to any other place. Memayed we remain with the drush of the Gemara Kedushin that shluchish adam is kamaisai. Now, the Birchus Avram wants to answer Taisa's question in a different way. He wants to say, based on the Chiddush of the Taishas Rid, the Mesechtas Kedushin, with the Gemara Mesechtas Kedushin, which talks about Shlichas, the Taishas Rid over there, Amembeiz, Amembeiz says, that some ask a question, if so, why don't we have Shlichas by a mitzvah? Why can't the person tell his friend, put on tefillin for me, sit in a sukkah for me? And the Taishas Rid over there answers that by a mitzvah, such a thing does not work. The Baruch Zavram understands the Taish Sarid to be saying a fundamental Yisai that a mitzvah shebegufai, 
something which is incumbent upon a person's guf, that cannot be yaitzai deyeshliach. Tefillin must be placed on his guf, and therefore it cannot be fulfilled through shlichus. Therefore the Berchus Avram wants to say, and tell you that another answer for Tais' question is, that the karuhem v'loi shluchin guf is megalitas, that you should know this, that we need Bezdin to call, we need the actual mouth of Bezdin to call the oven to come to do the chalitza. The smicha has to be done with the person's physical body, and therefore there is no concept of shlichas, and therefore it's not a con- contradiction to the Gemara and Kedushin. The Gemara and Kedushin has psukim shlicha shalom kamaisai, and this that we say that there's no din shlichas, because gufa the tires be megalitas, that by these things this is a concept of a mitzvah sheba gufai. Taisus, we can say, did not want to say like the Berchus Avram, is because Taisus understands a different shot. And the emphasis, it's not so simple to learn in the Taisus Rid, the way the Berchus Avram is understanding that the Taisus Rid is being mechadish, a yisayi, a mitzvah Because if one is medayik in the Taisus Rid, the Taisus Rid's lashon is the following. Yesh makshim, some ask a question. In ken l'chot var mitzvah yoyel ha-shliach, Person should be able to tell his friends, sit in the sukkah for me, hanach tefillin ba'avuri, put on tefillin for me. V'lav milsi is up to Taisus Rid. Sha'am mitzvah shechayvay ha'makim lasis begufay, the mitzvah that HaKadosh Baruch was mechayv a person to do, heich yifter hua yidei shluchay v'hua yaseklum. How could he become pater through a shliach and him not doing anything? When it comes to Gerush and Kedushin, we find a person could divorce through a Shliach and get married through a Shliach. After all, the person himself is considered the Megarish. Why? What is it written after all in the Get? I am the one who is being Megarish you. And also like Kedushin, she ends up becoming married to him. So too, the Taishtarit says, by Truma. We know Shlichus works by Truma. Because a person who's taking off the truma takes from his fruits. Now we see from the Taisus Rid that Taisus Rid is constantly stressing the point that somehow the action that's done is related back to the person. By Kedushin, she ends up becoming married to him. By Gerushin, it's written in the Get that she's being divorced from him. By truma, the fruits are coming off his fruits. The truma is being taken off his fruits. And he says the Chaim Pesach that we find the Kant of the Shlichus when it comes to the Shlita, the Karm Pesach, who Aichla, he ends up eating the Karm Pesach, while Shmai Shachet, and at least it's being Shachted for him, and the blood is being spritzed for him. So the Taisus Rid is very Meduyik, he does not mean just the concept of Mitzvah Shabagufai. The Taisus Rid is Mashma, that the Nakuda is for a Shlichus to be a valid Shlichus, we have to be able to see some sort of connection where this action is relating back to the, the Mishaleach. And therefore the Taishrit says, by Truma, for example, he's taking the fruits off, but it's at least from your fruits. It's pottering your Cree, and therefore we could see where it's connecting back to the Bailun. By Karim Pesach, he ends up eating from the Karim Pesach. Now how does that help you for the Shlita? The answer is, because the Taishrit's Ikenakuda is, we need a way, had it be Meyaches, the Maisa that's being done, Ayyadeh, the Shliach, back to the Mishaleach. So by Karim Pesach, if he's eating from the Karim Pesach, so we see a connection where this shrita was done for him. The Taishrit even continues and he says, by a sukkah, you could tell a shliach to make a sukkah for you, as long as you end up sitting in the sukkah. The Taishrit Lechayra means to say that even though making the sukkah is a mitzvah as well, but since you are at the end of the day sitting in the sukkah, we can see where that action is nesiaches back to you. And this is the way my brother of Daniel turned on this Taishrit Lechayra. It's very meduik in the Taishrit this way. According to this Yusai, we can say that Taisus also understands the concept of Mitzvah Shavagufai, but he understood that's only an issue if there's no way to miyachas the Maisa back. Mashenkin over here, that the Bezdin went ahead and, and sent the Shliach, and he called them. So even if you'll tell me there's a din that it's Mutl on the Bezdin to call the Shliach, but still, that will not be a contradiction to Shlichus, because at the end of the day, he's being called to their Bezdin by Smicha, the shliach is doing a smicha, but it's a smicha for his karban. The karban is being brought for him. And therefore, Taisus did not want to learn that over here is a gilui, that it's a mitzvah shebegufai, because it wouldn't help you. This would not have the chesaron according to Taisus on mitzvah shebegufai. Elamai Taisus says, we see, obviously, over here, shlichus is not working. And therefore, he has this contradiction. 
On this Taisa says that we have to say since it's Kamak Suvim that as already say this you say that sometimes Shlichus doesn't work but since it's Kamak Suvim it's limited only to these cases and it is not learnt out to other cases as well. Now the Gemara comes out even though Chalitza is kosher with three Dayanim but we take five Lefersume Milsa. Rashi has two pshatim, and what does this mean, Lefarse Milsa? Rashi's first shot is that everyone should know that she's a chalutza, in order that she will not get married to a kain. The second shot of Rashi is that everyone should know, now she's mutter, that now people will go ahead and marry her. The Beishmuel points out in Shulchan Aruch, an interesting nafkamina between these two mahalchim. In Simon Kuf Samach Tas in Evan Ezer and Sifkat and Dalid, he says... According to the first reason of Rashi, that the taklis of the Pirsim is that she should, everyone should know that she's a surah to a kain. So if this woman was already married a previous time and she's a grusha, so anyways she's asked to a kain. Everyone knows already she's asked to a kain. Therefore, it would not be necessary, according to this shot, to have five dayanim. Mashenkin, according to the second shot, that the taklis of five is in order that people should know she's now Mutaris, and people should go ahead and get married to her. So according to that time, even if she was previously a Grusha, there would still be a din to have Chamisha. You have been listening to the Shurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.